Hey, STRU friends, this is your personal invitation to co-invest alongside me. If you haven't heard, I've launched Stomp Capital Short-Term Rental Opportunities Fund, where I will be personally investing all of my short-term rentals going forward. And if you're an accredited investor and you want instant diversification and you want to participate in the best ideas that I identify, you relate to all of my teachings and the uniqueness and the sense of place and all of that stuff, then please click on the description below and find out more about Stomp Capital short-term rental opportunities. The best is yet to come and we're literally getting started. I would love to have you alongside, so let's go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back. STRU podcast with the one and only Richard Fertig. And the lovely and delightful Erica Boss. Welcome to the STRU Podcast, your number one online hosting community, helping you achieve your goals through short-term rental investing. Now, here's your host, Richard Furtick. I love the sound effects, you know, the drum <laughs> rolls and who needs, who needs music when right. you got you? Right. That's what I'm here for, the well, sound effects. Well, thank you. Thank you. And How a lot you? more than that. Uh, fantastic. Are you? I'm uh, very, very excited, very, very busy, having a lot of fun. What are you uh, so excited about? Well, my time with you. <laughs> <laughs> my time with all of you. Uh-huh. Uh, my time with Logan. Uh-huh. Um, we're launching Stomp Capital in 72 hours or something like that, which is literally the culmination of all of my life work, right? When you yeah. stop and think about it. Went to... I was a trader, went to business school, got recruited at the Blackstone Group. Yeah. $1.1 billion under management there, got hired away. Competitive firm, Ramius Capital Group, grew that from $100 million to four-plus billion over eight years. Then started uh, being an entrepreneur and real estate investor in short-term rentals and started the YouTube channel. And now we're coming full circle back to fund manager, asset allocator, professional investor but it's 100% owned uh, by me and not by somebody else and they can't fire me and they can't let me go when the market you know turns or anything (laughs) like that so it really just feels like um, we're at the very start right of like hey congratulations everything thank you you're welcome for what well, just for the fun. Oh. I mean, and for the launch. Yeah. Congratulations on the launch yeah, of your own fund. It's That's well, amazing. Not of my own fund as much as my own firm, right? Like firm. we're launching Stomp Capital. And right. um, as I look forward, based on the opportunities that I see, I think we're um, incredibly fortunate yeah. that I've got the foresight and the vision as to what we're looking for. What works, uh, great team on the ground and brokers and people scouting and analysts and yep. just, you know, I'm very, very excited. I think uh, so good. we will raise more money yes. because of the opportunity set when people wake up to the fact that short-term rentals are generating multiples over, say, long-term rentals and they've got many more tax advantages and benefits and so on. Um, there's not a lot of competition in this space yet, so yeah. there's a million and one multifamily long-term rental funds and places to invest. As far as I know, I think we're the first uh, short-term rental 
filing with the SEC Boom. and it's for accredited investors only. And so once again, we're early, we're first, where you see the blue ocean strategy, we're going for it and we're not copying anybody. We're forging our own new, our own path. So I'm very, very excited and grateful and thank you for uh, yeah. acknowledging that. Yeah. But, but I'm also very excited for what we're about to do starting what tomorrow or the next day starting tomorrow well starting clue them in tomorrow. come on <laughs> bring them up to speed so um we are getting the car and driving to nyc money making manhattan money making <laughs> manhattan um and I'm really excited because you're really excited. It's been a while since you've been excited to go to the city. But I think we've got, I think it's all good, all positive, all like, um, well, it's, uh, we've got a couple of, um, we basically got a week full of dinners with the girls and um, they got to pick where they wanted to go and celebrating birthdays and celebrating starts of school years. Right, taking and, them to school, meeting with uh, great friends and some investors and talking yeah. about Stomp Capital and Jackson Hole and yeah. then going to Cape Cod while we're up there. And so like it's just All, end of yeah. summer extravaganza, heading yeah. into Labor Day with like an explosion. It's yeah. going to be fantastic. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. And I just feel like there's an element of like light and optimism going into, I think, you know, for the girls at least going into the school year as opposed to last year. Yeah. Although this Delta variant thing is a total bummer and re-immersion and it's you know, thing, my eldest sure. daughter's college, uh, all of her sorority pretty yep. much has COVID and they're all quarantining and they're missing the first 10 days of classes. And so it's still a thing and I don't want to minimize it. And it's still a very dangerous and scary thing for those of you that are not vaccinated. And I don't really want to get into the whole political thing. Let's all I not. just want to say is if I can influence even one person and we literally influenced a very important person yes. recently that means yes. a lot to us yes. uh, to go get vaccinated. So if there's anybody who's on the fence, please, um, so you know, grateful. by the time you wish you could get it it's generally too late so yeah. you have to think forward here um i also do want to say because this is a investing podcast one of the things that we're doing in um new york city also is just staying abreast of the investment opportunities uh because new york city like many urban areas is actually down so the rest of the world is up in housing prices and real estate mm -hmm. appreciation. Uh, it looks like New York City to me has now uh, formed a bottom. So the bottom is likely in. Mm -hmm. It's turned a corner. We're starting to see some green shoots of uh, stability and maybe even some recovery, uh, but it's still way down from, you know, when I sold before the pandemic, mm -hmm. when I exited my brownstone in March of 2019, we're still down significantly. And by the way, March of 2019 was already down versus March of 2020, uh, 2018, 2017, right? So New York City prices had been soft. Um, and so we're just exploring. We've received an unsolicited bid on a property that's not core to our, our future. Um, significant gain in very short order. We're talking seven figures in less than 12 months. And um, one of the principles as a professional trader that you learn really early on is 
you can never go broke taking a profit. So opportunistically, we're entertaining it. But before we commit and before we sign papers and whatever, I'm thinking forward about redeployment and 1031 tax laws might be changing in the future. So this might be the last bite at the apple. And so we're looking for 1031 possibilities. And as little as I want to invest in Manhattan, <laughs> right? It's literally... I couldn't believe it. I know. When you, when you suggested it, I was just... Stel- <clears throat> It's literally the last place that I want to invest. Yeah, uh, didn't see that invest. coming. Didn't but see that coming. look, I mean, uh, if there's financial opportunities, there's financial opportunities. We have right. a great team, an incredible broker. So we're going to meet with him next week. I've already identified three or four different um, situations that are kind of interesting to me. We also identified a very interesting situation in Miami, which is much yes. more connected to sort of my bigger picture theme, like people fleeing New York to Miami for tax benefits. So if I had to guess, or if I was a betting man, I think we would lean Miami versus New York. But rather than just guess or be a betting man, we're going to take a look at it, eyes wide open, go tour these places. And everything that I'm doing in this space, just to be really clear. Yeah, make make an informed decision. Friends, I mean, she's a smarty. She's a hottie and a smarty. (laughs) Those are rare in any event. We'll make an informed decision. And just to be really clear, the stuff that I'm looking at in this particular uh, discussion here is value add or construction or total gut or stuff like that, right? I'm not looking for finished product that I'm just going to short-term rent. In fact, uh, what I'm leaning towards here is uh, probably do construction for, say, a year or two um, and then exit. Or if my thesis about people being long-term renters for longer periods or even medium-term rentals, um, maybe we'll build it and then medium-term rent it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Lots of options, lots of we'll opportunities. Keep you yeah, and I think that the point of this discussion here is really just to show you how uncertain all of this is, how it comes out. You know, we got an unsolicited bid. Should we sell? Should we not? Before we entertain it, let's see what our reinvestment strategies are. Let's think about different locations. Let's go check out the properties, speak to brokers, take a look at it, understand the comps, and make an informed decision about whether or not to exit a non-core asset. And, um, you know, this is a, a strategic buyer that is looking to expand. And so the asset has more value uh, to this individual perhaps than to an ordinary buyer. And so, you know, sometimes the stars line up and as much as I dislike selling real estate, um, and generally I like to buy and hold and own forever, um, sometimes your money can be better utilized somewhere else. So, you know, it's a comparison like, okay, I'm doing really well on this asset, but what if I could do even better in this other play? And I'm very bullish, for those of you that have been following, you know this, on um, <clears throat> constructing new homes or gut renovating and bringing to product a new opportunity. Um, there's just so much demand and there's not enough supply and there's not a lot of people that have the skill set or the money or the wherewithal or the patience or, you know, there's a lot of reasons why it's uh, challenging. It's not for everybody. Fortunately, I love doing that stuff, right? Like I love working with architects and designers and maximizing the space and the experience and the guest journey and the design and the decor and the artwork. And like, I just, I, you know, creating that stuff yeah. is really, really uh, motivating to me personally. So 
that's what's going on. Super excited about New York. Super excited. I'm actually going to launch Stomp Capital. From New York City. From New York City. We're staying at a super cool hotel, which is a surprise to the bossy lady. And uh, I guess we're going to launch from there. Yeah. And I spoke to them this morning. We got the hard wire plug in. We got the desk. I'm speaking about maybe getting some event space. So trying to make sure that this all goes well. Incredibly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Honored um, at the literally hundreds of people that uh, w have interest yeah. in co-investing uh, with me. It's, um, it's remarkable. And this is the power of sort of content and distribution and trust and building rapport with people and having people see my journey and what we've done and what we've created. Um, just by simple invitations, we've received hundreds of interested investors. The vast majority are accredited, which means that you know they can invest. Um, and I'm really excited for our webinar launch on 9-1. This will probably come out afterwards. If you're still interested, go ahead and register for the right. waitlist. We'll send you some right. information and you know so on. So don't think you've missed it. Um, but we're filming before the launch, which is going to take place. And so cool. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It just feels like everything is lining up. You like to say everything's coming up, Richard. I think everything's coming up, Erica. Well, it's true. So. In the essence of keeping people posted, the last podcast we shared, um, because uh, you and I um, had COVID, right? One of um, one of my symptoms, which still to this day remains true, is that I lost my taste and smell. So, um, trying to turn that from a positive in, or from a negative into a positive, I made the decision to do a five-day fast, liquid fast. When are you starting? I already just, just finished. <laughs> <laughs> See, friends, I, can, I still got just it. I can throw her. I, oh, my God. You still got it. Oh, yeah. But go it, ahead. So, you just so finished this five-day fast. Just I just finished it. And I think doesn't she look great, friends? Come on, say, like no, like the video for those of you say, that are listening to this. To say literally, were, no, hold on. Hop hey. off Spotify, hop off <laughs> iTunes, get on the YouTube, check out Erica Bossy in all of her glory in 4K, or maybe it's not. Maybe it's okay. 1080p. Okay. So anyway, I will say I think that you were uh, surprised and impressed with. Um, I don't know. Well, why don't I say it? <laughs> I mean, fine. Okay. So there's a few things that I know and love. Here's about. the other thing too, though. On the other side of that, what I'm really stoked about is that we've got a lot of yummo teed up in New York City, which I actually feel much better about now having coming off this five-day fast, even though I still can't taste. I want to believe that maybe it's going to come back by New York. It could. It could do. Probably. Um, so here's, here's what I was going to say before you got very, very excited and animated. Um, one of the many things that I love about Erica is her love of food. <laughs> Literally, she loves food. She loves yummo. The more yummo the food and the more of it, the more love is happening. So um, this is a recurring theme in, in her story and her journey and food and weight and appearance and you know <laughs> flipping through instagram and seeing you know the perfect size zero in a bikini and 
it's just it's a thing. So I was <laughs> I was very very concerned um, how she would handle the five days. And to your credit, you were remarkably um, successful and didn't totally cheat. Successful, and committed, no and, cheating. Uh, very committed. And it was wonderful. And yet, you know, I, I by the way did none of this, right? So like I'm totally. I'm devouring delicious food. Um, go yeah. about my business on a daily basis. For those of you that are listening, I don't really, you know, that's not my thing, right? So like if I'm going to lose weight or do whatever, it's going to be a, a change in lifestyle. It's not a five-day fast, but this is the beginning, right? It's a reboot or something it was, like yeah, that. Yeah, it was like a reset. A, a reset. Um, so it's not like I'm going to be participating in that. But to your credit, you did really quite well. I'm very proud of you. And, I, you know, I thought you looked great before. I think you looked greater now if that's what okay. you want me to say or you know i don't know i don't want, i can no. get in trouble i can definitely say the wrong <laughs> thing like so i don't know what you want me to say but whatever you'd like me to say 100 percent. yeah Thank exactly you. um yeah so so in any event you, you did that um and you weren't like ornery and aggressive i thought she was gonna go aggro and yeah you know none of that happened yeah um and now we're super excited to go have Yamo. The, the finest and most delicious stuff mm. of New York City. My kids have ordered up all of their favorite restaurants before they yep. go to boarding school. And one of my daughters is spending the year, her senior year abroad in uh, Europe, in Italy specifically, uh, which is really going to suck because Eric and I are going to have to go to Italy two, three times next year. <laughs> and she's never been, even though she's of Italian descent. Uh, Italy is so one of my favorite places in the world. And, and that's uh, where all my neeks come from. Her sneakers. See, see what we're talking about? We're talking about yummo, sneakers, you know. Um, but anyway, it, lots of really great things happening. It's all coming together. Uh, we wish and hope that all of you are enjoying your summer yes. and having similar yes. excitement and success and joy and reunions with friends, family, loved ones, taking your kids to school and college. And I mean, it's just, you know, as, as upside down as the world is, and as much pain Find and the fear blessings. and scarcity and all of yeah. this stuff that like is surrounding us, yeah. it's really important for all of us, for our own mental health and sake and sanity and positivity and productivity and, you know, showing, right, our, our kids um, how you can deal with adversity and overcome and rise above challenges and so on. So this is a time where we can stand out and make a difference. And in that end, I'm hoping all of you are having similar uh, positivity, even in the face of negativity, which is all over the place. Yes. I couldn't agree more. So how about we pivot to Airbnb? Shall we? Sure. <laughs> um, so I found an article. Wait, hold on. You didn't even do the music. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, so, found an interesting article from the Spokesman, um, the Spokesman Review, and Idaho is home to two of Airbnb's top wacky rentals, um, one of which is a giant potato. Fitting in Idaho, right? Yep. Home of the potato. Spuds. Spuds. Not Spuds McKenzie. That was Budweiser. But nonetheless, Idaho potato right. farming etc. There's a Idaho potato Airbnb. Correct. Correct. But even more interesting than that is in this article, it shares um, 
the frequency in which some of these like really unusual places are searched for. And I kind of wanted to share that um, in the essence of experience and, you know, different and so on and so forth. Yurts. Yurts. Okay. What, what's uh, the growth? 1,701%. 17x Correct. in searches. Okay. For yurts. Correct. Okay. Keep going. Islands, 1,668%. 16x. Here we are on Hatteras Island. Boom. 16 times more searches. Okay. Huts, 1,379%. Huts. I'm searching for a hut, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Earth houses, 1,285%. Earth houses. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Super cool. Um, barns, 1,068%. 10x for barns, friends. If you have a barn on your property and you're not monetizing it, there's 10x the searches on Airbnb looking to pay you for your barn. Here's another interesting one. Ready? Farm stays. Farm stays. Who knew this is a thing? Well, you know, actually in the cohort-based class, we were espousing exactly that, right? Whether it's a farm or a, a culinary farm to table or, you know, wildflower. 1,055%. Yeah, 10x. People yeah. want farm stays. Uh, houseboats, 1,015%. Houseboats. You know, it's kind of interesting you mentioned that because when we were talking about um, selling a property, unsolicited bid, yep. 1031 reinvestment strategy, I Googled if we could buy a motor yacht Oh, really? And then short-term rent that out. When <gasps> That'd be fun. I know. Unfortunately, the IRS says no. They're on to that. But I looked. Yeah. But I a like houseboat's kind of cool. I like cool. it. Yeah. Tiny homes. Tiny homes. So, I've been hearing this a lot. Right. A lot of people, everyone and their mothers looking into tiny homes with good yeah. reason. What's the percentage growth? 791. 8X. Um, so... Would you like my opinion on all of this? I would. How did you know? <laughs> well, I don't know. I just kind of, we've done this once or twice. And <laughs> Take it away, Bob. <laughs> so here's, here's basically um, my thought. And it's very consistent with everything that I've been teaching on this channel almost from day one, right? So for six, seven years, I've been saying to seek unique experiences. And rather than compete with everyone else and rather than getting a traditional three-bedroom, two-bath condo or house or whatever and competing with the guy above you or below you or across the street from you or to the left or to the right. Like, let's just go out there and find these unbelievable experiences and let's enable them and let's turn them on. And the thing about the Airbnb platform is there's demand, right? right. Like, it's not me just saying, right. hey, I think you could make a lot of money. There's a green space, a blue ocean strategy. Like, Go skate to where the puck is going. There's, I think there's demand there. This is Airbnb. They yeah. have all the data, right? Like these are the most searched for stuff. Actually, maybe not the most searched for, but the most change, the most right. growth, right? right? So since, um, I guess, pre-COVID to now, people are seeking even more of these unusual, Instagrammable, one-off, hey, how cool is this? I stayed in a yurt. Oh, yeah? Well, I won up to you. I got a hut. Oh, yeah? Well, I was in this really super rad barn. You know, I mean, everybody's looking for different, unique experiences. And yeah. the beautiful thing is everything that you just laid out there, those are all less expensive than housing at all-time highs. Right. Right? I can guarantee you you can get a yurt, 
a hut, a farm stay, a barn. I don't House remember what boat. else. Houseboat. All of those things are less Earth expensive right. than you know a fully priced house at an all time high. You know, beachfront. Yeah. Ski in, ski out. Island. On the lake, mountain, right. island. Um, so for people that say, hey, I want to expand and I don't really know where to invest or how to invest or how do I find this? You got to get creative, right? This isn't about copycat. This isn't totally. This isn't about like, oh, well, I want to compete with the Joneses and I'm going to have a slightly nicer decor and a slightly nicer interior and I'm going to charge $10 less. Like if that's your mindset, you're going about this all wrong. Yeah. The opposite should be true. I'm going to go out there and find the coolest experience, the coolest yurt, the coolest glass house, the coolest yeah. houseboat, the coolest stargazing, the, a lake where there's no one else. And I'm going to put this platform in this, you know, there's just, it's a new asset class. People are Oh my literally, gosh. Remember that um, Airbnb that you shared with the cohort based class with literally just like a one bedroom bubble in... Was it Joshua Tree? I think it was in the middle of the desert. Oh my gosh. I don't even think it had like so hot cool. water and the thing was charging thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars oh a gosh. night. Um, had dozens or hundreds of five star yeah. reviews. And that's the point, right? Like so, so cool. for I don't know what they spent on the land, maybe fifty grand or a hundred grand, and right. I don't know what they spent on this glass bubble thing, but it wasn't a ton. And so you know, for a quarter of a million dollars, yeah. they're out there getting fifteen hundred dollars a night ADR. Yeah. And then there's other people that are spending a million five on a generic three bedroom, you know, kind of in a ski area or a mountain area or whatever and getting $400 a night. So right. if you're doing this just for money, yeah, there's a huge opportunity. Yeah. So thanks for sharing. Totally. That. Totally. Interesting. Yeah. And, and totally consistent with everything that I've been teaching and predicting. And we went in depth at the cohort based class about how to do some of this stuff because it's a new asset class, and that was the point that I was making before. You know, just because this isn't completely popular doesn't mean that it's not the best opportunity. Right. It just means that you're ahead of the curve, and that's everything that I've been doing my entire life, right? So I got to Airbnb early. I got to the YouTube channel early when I ran all the money uh, for my bosses at the Blackstone Group and uh, $4 billion at Ramius Capital. We weren't coming to the investment party late, like once it was a known quantifiable thing, like, oh, I like Apple at, you know, a thousand dollars. We're trying to get to Apple early right. and therefore by t being early, in fact, you have less risk and more upside. It's called an um, asymmetric risk profile, which is the key to investing. You want to take as little risk as possible for as much upside as possible. The challenge is many people think that because it's not proven, they don't have comps, they can't point to the person to the left and to the right, their mom hasn't done it, their brother hasn't done it. Like They find that as uh, concerning and therefore it shouldn't work and we're insecure, and we're not confident, we don't know how to price it, we don't know how much money we're going to make, this and that and the other. And it's the exact opposite. You have to train your mind to think of it the other way. Because it hasn't been done, that's the opportunity. Right. So I said in a, a tweet, which I still love, um, instead of trying to compete... Get comfortable being unique, right? Like take comfort from your gut feel, your intuition, knowing it'll work from articles like this, from searches on Airbnb. Like the more unique, the more cool, the more experiential, the more off-grid, the more uh, desirable, Instagrammable, blah, 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 the more successful. Yeah. And you want to do it soon before everyone and their mother knows to do this, right? Like once there's 7,000 yurts listed on Airbnb, 
the growth rate will slow. Right. But if you're one of the first 7,000, you're going to have a great five years ahead of you, decade ahead of you. And chances are whoever does the yurt roll up, which will happen, you know, there's going (laughs) to be some yurt king of short-term rental world. He's going to come knocking on your place and say, hey, you have 13 yurts, 13 unique. What? Knocking on your yurt. Knock, knock, knocking on your yurt. Um, (laughs) He's going to come, he or she are going to come knocking on your door and say, hey, you've amassed, you know, quite a following and quite a reputation. You've got yurts in these highly desirable places. We want to be the yurt king and queen of uh, the world and we need to own your property, right? It's as simple as that. You just have to believe. Boom. Focus and execute. Right. Okay. Yes. Do we have some questions we do ah but you need your Aha, telephone i do always something friends always, always something. oh my gosh okay are you ready i am richard what do you think are some of the best locations to start in 2022 and does who, who submitted this uh, david duncan David Duncan. So um, that's a very challenging question because so many of the viewers and listeners and participants at STRU have so many different um, realities, interests, and so on, right? I mean, I see it in the cohort-based class. There's people that love urban. There's people that love rural. There's people that want experiences. And the key thing is that they're doing something that's connected to their why, right? So For instance, um, somebody who wants an urban area, it's just not going to want, what was that thing called? A a farm experience? What were we just Farm stay. A farm stay, right? And somebody who wants a farm stay is going to be miserable with like an urban experience. So uh, the very first thing I always teach is that it has to be really important and connected to your why. And the reason that's so important is because it'll light you up even during periods of adversity. If you have a boiler failure or a problem guest or something happens, a storm, something, if it's something that's meaningful to you, you'll have the wherewithal and the strength to persevere and overcome and repair and get back on your feet and and stay committed. And short-term rental investing and real estate investing in general is not get rich quick, right? We happen to be in, I believe, the most uh, attractive risk-adjusted return sector of real estate investing. Short-term rentals are far more profitable when done properly than, say, long-term rentals or retail, commercial. Um, But you need a long runway. And so uh, the first thing I want to share with you is that it has to be connected and important to you. So if you love lakes, go find lakes. If you love mountains, go find mountains. If you love urban, then be in the urban areas. And to do anything just for the money is the wrong reason, right? So... Um, for instance, I'm here on this YouTube channel telling you everything that I possibly know, uh, how to invest, how I'm investing, where I'm positioning and so on, because I want to grow you. Uh, I want you to have financial freedom. I want you to have success. If I was doing this for, you know, say like like or ego or comments or anything like that, it wouldn't be authentic and it wouldn't connect to me. And chances are you guys would recognize that and I would probably quit along the way because I wasn't getting as many subscribers and so on, right? So like you have to be doing it for the right reasons. Um, now to try and get a little bit more granular and specific, David, once you've identified your why and you know what kinds of things you're looking for, it really feeds right into this article that we just shared. Uh, I think the most unique opportunities in 2022 and the most profitable opportunities are going to be things that you're doing uh, differently than everybody else. So um, 
think really Instagrammable, think incredible views, think incredible experiences, think about creating programming that takes advantage of those locations so that farm stays a prime example. You know, somebody's coming in, and they're not just staying in like a farmhouse. They're probably waking up with the roosters and picking the fresh eggs, and then they're totally. making, you know, like, yep. um, you know, hand-picked fruit from the garden and vegetables at lunch and yeah. three egg omelets from the organic, you know, like... Going that, to milk the cow. Yeah, right, exactly. All of that stuff <laughs> is um, where I think the true... Uh, opportunity for Airbnb really is because if you think about what we're doing, well, that example of the llama farm. Yeah, so there's um, an STRU student from years ago. Yeah, absolutely crushing it. Had a llama farm outside of Atlanta, and um, it's just it's very unique. You know, there's not too many llama farms outside of Atlanta, and she's just wildly popular and does a great job and so you know i wouldn't sit here on this podcast and say outside of atlanta is a great airbnb although atlanta happens to be killing it right like everything i read about uh atlanta in terms of short-term rentals and real estate and so on it's absolutely on fire uh but you take a place that's absolutely on fire and you add a unique component to it and it's not like one plus one equals two it's like three and then you have pricing power, and that's the key thing in 2022 and beyond. If you don't have pricing power, meaning like you're worried about raising your rates $5 or $10, or you're worried that your um, neighbor has lowered their price 5 or $10, or you're even looking, like I have no idea. I have never looked. I don't care what my neighbors are pricing because they're not competitors. I'm speaking to very specific people that I want to attract, I'm offering what I believe to be an exceptional value. Um, I'm always at the premium pricing because that's sort of consistent with the way that I lead my life and connect it to my why. Right. Um, but don't worry about what other people are doing. Worry about what you can do. Worry about how you can um, light people up, excite people, make th memories, uh, make it Instagrammable. And then you get to a place where you have pricing power. Right. You become a price setter as opposed to a price taker. And in 2022 and beyond, that will set you apart and you'll be great. Even more specifically, David, there's a massive theme of um, opportunity that I believe strongly, which is that this remote working thing um, and quality of life and um, people really valuing you know, time with friends, family, and so on is more important. So net-net overall, I'm much more um, positive, constructive on people investing in what would be traditionally called like vacation areas versus say like urban areas, which tend to be much more focused on and around work. Right. If we rewind the podcast back though, you did hear me say that, you know, where there's distress, there's often opportunity. And so like I'm looking to potentially make an investment in New York City, although I'll probably do Miami, but I'm looking, right? And so I just need to clarify, I'm not saying that all these urban areas aren't investable or that you shouldn't do that if it's connected to your why, you should. But overall, from a thematic perspective, I think that people have learned an awful lot from COVID. Um, they've thought long and hard about what's important to them and ultimately what they're realizing is they're prioritizing quality of life and experiences and so on more than like career right people are quitting incredible companies like i don't know if it's google and apple and whoever 
um, where they would, you know, have done anything to be employed by them, but they disagree with the uh, work in the office environment. They found that they were much more creative and lit up and excited and got to be at their two-year-old kid and their dog and their husband and so on and so like they're willing to work for google if they can continue to work remotely but if google's going to say no we're not doing that we're going back to the office they're like you know what i'll find another job right this is my life it's one life i can see how quickly things can change and so priorities have changed and from an investor perspective and an investment perspective i would try and be ahead of that right which is what we're doing right like i mean everything that we're doing in stomp capital um, everything that we're doing, I was going to say personally, but the reality of it is Stomp Capital becomes our personal investment strategy right. as it relates to short-term rentals. Um, it's consistent with this, right? So I'm not telling you to do one thing and doing another. This is what we're doing ourselves. This is the content that we're providing. This is the education we're providing, cohort-based people, who, by the way, are like absolutely on fire and bidding oh and buying gosh. and partnering. It's just insanity, right? Yeah, and and, and the change from you know there's people that are in the mastery and a lot of people actually uh upgraded from uh one session to mastery yeah so the people that have gone through both mm-hmm. they're like different people oh totally it's amazing right the way that they're thinking the way that they're investing the way that they're uh, behaving the action that they're taking and uh it's, it's incredibly so gratifying cool. so 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 cool okay yeah. do we have another question or do we have time for another question we do we do um Thank you. You're very welcome. Answering that question. Uh, let's see. We've got, ooh, oh gosh. I don't want to butcher this name, but I'm going, I'm sure I'm going to. Gulamain, Giuliani, La Fren. I'm, can I show? That's pretty, pretty close, I'm yeah. sure. I'm, it's the second one. It's in yellow. Oh, uh, Guillaume Lafernier is would be my closest, okay. and I'm terrible at French. I'm if that's so French, sorry. Guillaume Lafernier, something okay. like that. Apologies in advance. Yeah. Truly, um, advantage of networking with other STR owners in your area. What to ask, what to share, etc. Cool. That's a great question. So. Um, this individual is asking about the benefits of networking with other short-term rental owners and operators in your area. So I'm going to expand this a little bit and say it's critically important that you do, in fact, get to know other short-term rental investors, entrepreneurs, hosts, um, and share freely, right? Like we are not in competition. I can't stress this enough. Like I'm sitting here, I have 55,000 YouTube subscribers. I have 38,000 people in the Facebook group. I've got dozens of people, hundreds of people that have gone through the cohort-based classes, hundreds that have come to the STRU Live. I don't hold anything back. I share everything. And the reason is because I want to see everybody grow. It's like the rising tide. Um, and the reality of it is, is we're not in competition with one another. You have to get out of that mindset because if that's literally what you fear, then that becomes your reality and then you're scarcity minded and then you're worried about the person across the street and so on. And, and that's, we're so early in this opportunity that right. you would rather be totally transparent and totally authentic and tell people the good, the bad, the ugly, your fears, your successes, your wins and build around yourself a tribe of like-minded entrepreneurs and hosts that rise you up, right? I see it all the time in our Facebook group. Yeah. The people that are giving 
you know, shout outs and throwbacks to all totally. of the, I was at STRU live in Nashville and I met these people. I was at STRU live yep. in Miami. I was at STRU OBX and now I'm meeting these people in, you know, we just had a meetup in uh, the Smoky Mountains. We just had a meetup in, um, you know, Florida. We all got together and we had dinner. We're doing a mastermind. We're doing like these entrepreneurs are growing at an exponential rate because instead of being with a bunch of naysayers and doubting Toms and people that aren't supporting you or think you're crazy or think that, hey, you already have two. Don't you think a third is really risky? Surround yourself with people that are actually succeeding and actually winning and actually growing and quitting W-2 jobs and becoming professional real estate investors if you want to grow. Right. And what it does as well is it, I mean, how many people are co-investing with each other? Like, you know... Oh, okay. So you want to do an, a third STR, but you don't have the financial bandwidth to do it alone. Awesome. How about we do it together? Um, That's entirely true. And, so and cool. you know, let's just like make it real easy. If you wanted to be a baseball player, right? Like you want to be on a baseball team. Don't go surround yourself with a bunch of people that are playing soccer. Right. Right? Like you wouldn't do that. You'd be like, hey, I want to play baseball. I want to be a first baseman. And so I'm going to go surround myself with all of these people. And there's some other people that want to be first baseman too. But I'm not going to worry about the fact that like he wants to be a first baseman. We're both going to try out for the spot. We're both going to learn. We're both going to do the workouts. We're going to go do everything. Right? Like it's just obvious when you say it that way. But somehow when it comes to investing, it's kind of like, I want to be protective. I want to be secretive. And I get it because when I launched yeah. my first company, and this used to be a thing, believe it or not, like everybody was in stealth mode, right? Like we wouldn't talk about our great big idea for fear that somebody would steal our great big idea. It's the exact opposite. You have a great big idea. You want to be talking about it as much as possible, as quickly as possible before everyone else. Build as much traction. Build as much credibility. Build as much support. Build the infrastructure. Build the team. Build all that. That's the way that you launch a really big, great idea. Not this like, I better keep it secret. And it's the same thing in short-term rental investing. The only thing I would say, my friend, is this. I don't think it has to be local. You should be building this network of people. In fact, more diversity gives you broader thinking and more opportunities. And so if you limit yourself, and I'm just making this up, let's just say that you were in Idaho and you were running the potato. If you, if you limit yourself to the people in Idaho, it's really great that you have a local community and you can all like share resources. Here's my plumber, here's my this, and you should be doing that. But you're going to grow yourself a lot more if you find an, uh, a similar-minded person investor, host, entrepreneur that's in, you know, Seattle and another one in Atlanta and another one in the lakes and another one in the mountains and someone in Europe and so on, right? Because now we're getting broad exposure. And that's the real beauty of the 38,000 people that are in the Facebook group where it's more interactive. And then much more hands-on in the cohort-based class or like people get to know one another right. after weeks. I mean, they're like friends and partners and investors and relationships. So, Great question. I encourage totally it. I support question. it. Get started immediately. Share openly. Share outright your pain, your fear, your and your wins. You got to right. celebrate the wins well, too. Well, the other thing that I also want to point out is if there's multiple, let's say you're on a team and you're on this baseball team and there's multiple people that are going for the first baseman, you know, position, you, you're less likely to get lazy or complacent or... Um, just no, pulls you up totally right because right. you're now you're competing like, and it's uh, yeah you're engaged and um i, I think there's 
such a thing as maybe healthy competition or, totally. or you know, um, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, it can definitely be a, a good thing. I, I really encourage it's it. It's a critical thing. And I guarantee yeah. you this, you will go quicker, faster, bigger with more success. Learn from people that are doing it better than you. Right. You can't do this alone. Right. Right. I, or you can and you will and you'll achieve modest success. Right. Right. right? If you want extraordinary success, time to build that network. Totally. So great question. Thank really you. Really great question. Both of them were. Um, awesome. Hey, thanks for your time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> thank you for your time as well. Congrats on Stomp. Thank Here you. Here we thank go. You, September thank you. 1. All right, Boom. friends. So are we... That's it. That's it. That's a wrap. That's it. It's That's a wrap. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for your See. time, attention. I also want to just um, encourage you to all subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we do film these. It's, uh, you know, I think more fun and cooler to see us occasionally than listen only. Erica's not yeah. so sure. But, you know, <laughs> what I would say is uh, if you're listening to us, try checking it out on the YouTube channel. Subscribe <laughs> to the YouTube channel as well. Yeah. And then pick your poison, you know, however you want to consume the content. But we're going to keep like making Like the video it. and subscribe. Like the video, subscribe, comment. There was comment. a lot of views, by the way, and no comments the last time. Oh, Which is kind of remarkable, right? And keep the questions coming. Right. Uh, email, them they, Hardick. email them to Hardick. Email them to Hardick. at str.university if you have any questions. S is in Sam, T is in Tom, R is in Richard. Or S is in short, term. T is in term, <laughs> R is in rental, right? That's one way of thinking about it. In any event, friends, listen, we're having fun. Oh we're going to go film a couple of YouTube videos. Nice. Then I've got to finalize my presentation and everything for the Stomp launch on uh, September 1st. You and I have a nice little drive to the East Coast and uh, yeah. super excited for everything that's going to happen in the next week. Wishing you all a very healthy, successful, productive, joy-filled, love-filled week ahead. Yes, all of that, 100,000%. We'll see you soon. Thank you for your time and attention. Thank like you. Like the video. Bye now. Bye. So that does it for another episode of the STRU Podcast. As always, all links mentioned are in the show notes below. And if you found this show helpful, please leave a review on iTunes. If you're serious about short-term rental investing, be sure to check out str.university. Till next time. Hey, STRU friends. This is your personal invitation to co-invest alongside me. If you haven't heard, I've launched Stomp Capital Short-Term Rental Opportunities Fund where I will be personally investing all of my short-term rentals going forward. And if you're an accredited investor and you want instant diversification and you want to participate in the best ideas that I identify, you relate to all of my teachings and the uniqueness and the sense of place and all of that stuff, then please click on the description below and find out more about Stomp Capital short-term rental opportunities. The best is yet to come and we're literally getting started. I would love to have you alongside, so let's go.